Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Hello, welcome to my show. I'm Dr. Henna. You are listening to Radio Sangam on 107.9 FM. So I'm here every Sunday morning from 10 o'clock. Sometimes I do a one hour show, sometimes I do a two hour show. So today is a one hour show. And that's because sometimes I, I um, help out with the dentist if they can't come in um, and they usually come in after me. If you want to WhatsApp into the studio while I'm talking, the number is 7 That's 7 The messages pop up on a screen in front of us, so if there's something important that you want me to read or a question that you want to ask, please feel free to message me. This week it's been the Islamic New Year and month of Muharram. So for this year ahead, I wish uh, you all peace and blessings. Let's hope for an end to the pandemic um, and health, health and happiness to us all. So this week's show is slightly different to the shows that I've done over the past few weeks. Um, this this show is uh, not going to be health related. It's because I get questions asked sometimes of, you know, what is it actually like being a doctor? And a lot of questions I always get asked, you know, how do you get into medical school? Like, what is the journey like and things like that? So I thought instead of talking about this here and there, let's just do a show based on it, focused on it. And then um, if you know anybody or a good application for medical school or you've got a family or yourself, if you're thinking about medical school, then, um, you know, please listen. And if they can't listen, then these shows are available to listen afterwards online on www.radiosangam.co.uk so you can listen afterwards if you think that um, they would benefit from the advice given today. So I've been a doctor for 10 years now um, so I think in that time I get a good understanding to be able to tell people really what it's like and I'm not going to lie um, during the next few minutes I'm not going to say it's you know it's all amazing um, but what I am going to say is to start off with I I absolutely love being a doctor I I love it um, I love it because people genuinely trust you with their life their secrets everything you know and they're trusting you with their you their most inner thoughts their feelings their anxieties their worries but also they're trusting you to put their life in your hands so when they come to you with symptoms a problem they're telling you something because they either want reassurance or they want some sort of testing doing or they want you to just listen and tell them, you know, I'm not worried about you or I am worried about you. And people have faith in us um, to be able to, uh, you know, walk alongside with them and be able to give them decisions about their health and their life. And for me, I have genuinely believe that it's an absolute privilege to work in a role like this. So 
I know um, they, they, you might read some uh, press about uh, what it's like to be in medicine and a lot of people might say, oh God, that's really hard. Yes, it is really hard. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But the most important thing that I want to say is that for me, um, personally, to anybody that's thinking about applying to medical school, I can't see myself doing anything else in this life. I absolutely love my job. I love helping people. I love that people can come to me um, in their hour of need. And I, I take privilege in the fact that, you know, not for everybody because, you know, we can't fix everything. But for some people, we genuinely have made a difference in their life. And I think it's very humbling and it's very privileged to feel like that. Um, so for for those of you that are, are considering a career in medicine, but you're not really sure, will you like it? Um, I'd say for me, for my colleagues, if we didn't love it, if we didn't love it, despite the difficult times, I don't think that any of us could actually do the job. It is really hard, though. It's really hard because it takes time. Um, you have to spend five years at university, sometimes longer at university, then you have training afterwards. Um, so you go to university for five years. Before that, you've done your A-levels. You know, some people go into it after they've done a degree. That's what I did. Um, so it's not a decision that you can make lightly. So when you decide that, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor, it's not like, mm, yeah, it's on a whim. You have to be committed. You have to be ready to put the hard work in. So you have to do well right back from GCSEs. You need to get good grades to get into the good A-levels. And then you need to do well in your A-levels to get a place in medical school. And then if you are going into a different route and you, you decide actually later on in life, um, you still need to do equivalent of. So access courses are equivalent of A-level and also degree. You have to get a certain um, mark in your degree course to be able to get a place in medical school. So you have to be super super committed so if I'm going to do medicine or not um, it's not that type of decision to make you have to be committed and it has to be you have to be ready you have to be right I'm ready for it because it's super hard work so the hardest hardest thing about being a doctor is that you can't help everybody um, so you have to be ready to feel like that to to go into a profession because you want to help people and then the sudden realization that I can't actually help everybody so that comes with it a level of maturity to be able to handle those sort of days and those sort of decisions so I feel that going into medicine you have to be um, ready to take on a mature way of thinking which you know I'm, I'm proud to say that you know, for the people that I know that work in healthcare and the decisions that we have to make on a daily basis you know I haven't I haven't come across people that don't feel like that so if you're thinking about that career you know think about it seriously sit down write down what is it that you actually why do you want to be a doctor because you, you don't want to do it because other people are telling you that I think that you'll be really good doctor because you're getting A's and your GCSEs and A-levels. It's not enough. It's not enough to um, to be academically bright. Um, you have to want to do it yourself in, within your heart. Medicine, being a doctor or any healthcare professional, so nurses will say the same thing as well. You are never, ever, ever off duty. You are never off duty. Um, you can be anywhere. I've been on a plane where they've said, is there a doctor on board? 
Um, I've been in a shopping centre where they've put out on a tannoy, is there a doctor, uh, you know, here, or anybody that can do first aid. I've been uh, driving uh, behind somebody um, that had an accident um, that I stopped and helped out. So you no, you are not off duty. So you, this is not a nine to five job. This is not, you don't turn up in the morning, uh, log on, and then five o'clock log off. It's not like that. People know you have that title, you have a professional responsibility everywhere that you go and everything that you do, people know that you're a doctor. That's the first thing that they know about you. Oh, you're that doctor. Oh, you're, even your title says it. So Dr. Henna, so even this show, um, you know, people know before they, before they know anything about you, before they've heard you, before they've listened, you are carrying that professional title and with that comes a great sense of responsibility. And that is pressure. That is a lot of pressure to take on, especially for, for young people. Cause so you can go to, medical school you know as young as 17 18 years old and you're starting on your career and that can be a hard you know it can be a hard thing to take on so I'm not going to lie and say it's all wonderful you know because it's it's it can be difficult so um what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play uh, a song um, when we come back I'm going to talk about actually what how to what people do when they apply for medical school what the process is and give you a few tips now of course within an hour show I can't tell you everything but I'm going to just pick out a few salient points and then um, towards um, about half past ten um, I'm going to be speaking to my friend Dr Amir Khan um, who you may may or may not have seen he does a lot of news interviews um so uh he's a friend of mine he's been a colleague of mine um so when when we talk uh, i'll tell you how i know him so he's going to talk a bit about as well um about being being a doctor what it's like in medicine um so listen to this song um it's called Geralia. it reminded me of my younger days when i was thinking about being a doctor and i heard it on somebody else's show the other day so i thought i'd play it as well so i'm going to play Geralia by balisiku go relax sit down have a cup of tea whatever you want to do uh, we'll come back after that a few tips on application and then we'll do this um little interview with my friend amir <laughs>
listening to Radio Sangam on 107.9 FM. The WhatsApp for the studio is 07444202155. It's about 22 minutes past 10. Um, and I'm going to be speaking to Dr. Amir Khan shortly. Um, and uh, we're talking about application to medical school and what it's like being a doctor and things like that today um, and there are people that are trying to ring me and I don't take live calls I'm sorry on this studio normally it's only um, people that are pre-booked to call and the reason for that is which I explain usually is because it's very hard for a doctor um, who's talking to somebody on the phone not to give personal advice if somebody asks them something and we're not allowed to do that we can talk about broad subjects but we can't give advice um, so I know people are trying to ring me and I'm sorry um, but if you do have a question and you want a topic to discuss um, I do have an Instagram and a Twitter account that I do uh, allow people to message me through um, because then I can kind of pick and choose and I do try to reply to people so on Instagram it's Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R dot Henna H-E-N-N-A on Twitter it's Henna H-E-N-N-A and Anwar A-N-W-A-R so for the people that are trying to ring if you want to message me through Twitter or Instagram um, if you've got a topic to discuss then I'm more than happy to do that so application to medical school um, can be a couple of different ways so you can do it in sixth form or college shall we say um, at the age of 17 18 or you can do it as a postgraduate student which actually I did as well so I did um, I, I did a degree um, and a master's actually before I went to medical school because I wasn't sure about what, whether I wanted to be a doctor when I was a bit younger and it took me a little bit of time to come to that decision so you know and I know other people as well that have done postgraduate medicine so um, I've had a message from um, my friend Louise um, who did it that way Sasha, Amy, Becca you know I've got loads of friends that did postgrad medicine so it's not uncommon so if you're doing a degree um, especially in a science subject but you can do it in other subjects as well because there's access to medicine courses across the country as well so if you if you search access to medicine and that will come up with courses that you can do if you haven't even done any sciences before you can do a one-year access course and then apply to medical school that way um thanks emily and um, for your message as well so um uh, first of all you have to do an application through something called a ucas system um and the application so first so let me actually let me tell you this there's about this i think 33 medical schools in the uk um i i searched this week for this show um i don't just know this stuff um there's around eighteen and a half thousand spaces for people to do medicine and you think oh my god that's actually quite a lot well is it really though because they get like above of 68,000 application that means that 75% of people that apply to medical school in any one year won't get a place that's why it's so competitive and that's why it's so hard to get in um, so if you've got in this year and you're going to med school um, well done um, but if you didn't get in um, one of the most important things that I can say is don't give up uh, I didn't get into medicine the first year that I applied I didn't even get an interview um, and then the second time I applied um, I got into my first choice um, I wanted to be close to home and I wanted to go to Leeds because my parent, my family lived in um, around here um, and I got in I got an interview I did really well and then I got into my first choice so that just shows perseverance sometimes you just need to persevere so you can't give up if you've if you've decided right medicine is the career for me um, number one you need to know them about the application um, process and number two um, you need to know oh, my my friend just messaged me saying it's not it's not Louise it's Katie sorry Katie um, so um, but Louise normally messages me so I just got a bit confused um, so 
I um, to do the application, you need to do a personal statement, um, and your personal statement needs to be about you. So you need to write um, why do you want to do why do you want to be a doctor, and you need to answer that question directly. So my advice would be actually sit down and think about why what you know for you for your case, what is it that made you want to do medicine? Don't write um, what you think people want to hear. Don't write what you what somebody else has told you to write. Be honest. Because if you hopefully get an interview and you get asked in your interview, it's really obvious when people don't really know the reason. I've been a per- I've been a doc- I've been a person who sits on interview panels for medical school, so I know what it's like to be on the other side. And you can tell when somebody's heart's not really in it because of the passion, the way that they talk, and the passion. I think you can't kind of you can't fake that sort of passion to do something like medicine. So. You think about what why you want to do it. Um, think, go get some experience. So go and do some voluntary work um, somewhere. And I think you have to do that now, actually. Um, and if you can, um, it's really hard at the moment this year because they're not doing a lot of voluntary placements within hospital, um, and that's because of the current pandemic. Um, but if you can, um, when things die down, um, then please try and get some experience in a hospital. You can do that as a volunteer or you can do it as a work experience. When you write about this, um, I've helped people with their applications as well. So I, I mentor um, people um, as part of a widening access to medicine scheme. So I sometimes do help people um, with what, what to write on their statements. And what you need to do is not say what you did, right? So so I could, if I was applying for something, I could say, yeah, I've worked on a cardiology ward. I did that for a year. Um, and then I went and did this. Then I worked on respiratory for one year. Okay, yeah, everybody can write like that. But what you need to show is what did you learn from doing that? So there's a there's a huge difference by saying this is what I did and this is what I learned and this is what's changed in me. So I could say, right, I did a placement on a ward. Um, it was a cardiology ward. We saw patients that were admitted from A&E. Okay, that's what you did. What did you learn from it? So I learned about the main reasons that people get admitted to cardiology wards. I learned about, I spent time talking to one patient. I learned about the symptoms of something. That made me think about the reasons that people come into hospital. I learned how important it is to ask questions. I learned the the importance of history taking because um, this person came in with chest pain. So then I went to read about chest pain. So then then I learned about a patient's experience through hospital. You know, you have to do something that we we term and doctors, any doctors that are listening will know um, it's, it's reflection. So you have to do reflections. You have to reflect on what you did. My advice would be to keep a diary on every work experience or reflection or, or um, placement that you do. So you remember and write a few notes when you finish the day. What did you do? What did you learn from it? Uh, And because then you can use that to kind of expand any statement that you're doing. When you volunteer somewhere, you should be doing the same thing. So just if you volunteer somewhere and it's not in a hospital, it's it might be in a care home, you know, when when we're allowed to do that thing again. Right. I'm getting the call now from my friend. So I'm going to try and just get him on air. So just bear with me.
Hello. Hi, Hannah, it's me. Hello, I mean, Hi, well, Hannah, you're straight on air. You're straight on air. So, oh. yeah, so we're, gonna, we're <laughs> not going to waste any time. Um, so you are you are listening to 107.9 Radio Sago, and this is my friend, Dr. Amir Khan, um, who I had to get a radio show to talk to him because he's so busy. So I was like, well, will you, will you, will you, will you come on my radio show? So let me tell everybody how we know each other. So when I, I did medicine for, I did medicine for about seven years after I, applied in, in a hospital and then in 2017 I decided that I wanted a bit of a change and I went into general practice and Amir was my actual trainer in my first my first ever job in general practice and then in walked in and I was like okay Dr Amir Khan and in walked in this like amazing guy who was like here have my number you know um talk to me tell me everything and Amir is one of the reasons I actually fell in love with general practice um because he just showed me how amazing it can be so that's how we know each other and then we've been friends since then. so Amir we have yeah, yes. yeah. so um <laughs> before we before we talk to you I know that I told you that I wanted to get you on here um to talk about what it's like being a doctor but actually I got you on because I wanted to tell you something. Um, so, All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> <Right> there, <but laughs> so, um, Amir, you had a book release this week, which I'm going to ask you to talk about in just a minute. Um, oh, indeed, yeah. So, I wanted to tell you that I, 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 anybody that knows me knows that I actually love reading. So, Amir, I've read your book. I've already oh, read your you book. Oh, already? I've read your book. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow, you're a quick reader. <laughs> I am a massive... So I wanted to get you in here to do uh, my book review live on air. <laughs> oh, God. I'm hoping it's good. <laughs> so, Amir's... Um, okay, I'm, bringing, I'm sitting down, Heather. Go on, go down. for it. So, Dr. Amir Khan released a book this week called The Doctor Will See You Now. This book promised an insight into the highs and lows into life as an NHS GP. As a doctor and as his friend, I was keen to see if he had delivered that promise. I had high hopes because I know him, but and I know the efforts that he puts into everything. I was only very slightly nervous though what am I going to say to him if I don't like it but no need to worry about that he has captured perfectly the roller coaster of life as a doctor those moments that never leave you those heartbreaks those decisions made with a heavy heart the lives touched the memories made the laughter and the pain is all there and is absolutely brilliant Amir can you tell us what what made you decide to write the book and can you talk can you (laughs) tell us a bit about it and how amazing it is because one of the things I'm going to do today is tell some people if you want to know what it's like to be a GP go and get your book so yeah over to you over to you well, first of all, thank you very much for that really lovely review. It really means a lot. Um, and yeah, I, I wrote the book. I mean, it's, it, I wrote it. I started writing it over a year ago, uh, and and I think it's because so many books uh, about medicine are written from the perspective of of amazing hospital doctors, and people often think all the drama takes place in hospitals. That the you know that hospital doctors are just have a sexier job, and uh, and actually, as GPs in primary care, we have our fair share of drama and and you know really intricate re- stories with patients. Uh, you know that develop over time, uh, really deep connections, and I, and I think that was really important for me to capture. I've worked at the same practice for years and years and years, and uh, and I love work there and yes general practice is a, is a stressful busy pressured job at times but when it's just you 
and the patient in that room and you're talking to the patient, you know, that that hasn't changed in all the years that general practice has been around. And, and when you're a family doctor and you see people kind of change over the years, you know, grow over years, foster those relationships, uh, I think it's quite a, you know, really old-fashioned kind of profession, isn't it? And I think it was important for me to capture all of that in the book. And do you, thinking back on just over the years of you working as a doctor, um, can you say that you enjoy it? You still enjoy it? I definitely still enjoy it, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, it's changed. I've been a doctor for 16 years. It's certainly changed in that time. And, and, you know, the pressures, the box ticking, the bureaucracy has all been added in. Some of it for good, some of it for not so good. Uh, But I still enjoy the job, you know, because at the heart of it, it is about the doctor and the patient relationship. And and that that remains at the centre. And and while that is the case, I'll still enjoy the job. And to prove to you that I did read the book, Amir, um, and I haven't just said it, um, towards the end of the book, um, you write about what it's been like, you know, for us working throughout this um, coronavirus pandemic. And actually, it's one of my favourite chapters of the book because you've captured just how uh, nerve wracking that was for us. And I commend Mm. you on just being honest about your feelings about how scary a scarier time that is you know so can you just tell people you know what what has it been like for us over the past you know few months um as a doctor as as a healthcare professional in the nhs yeah so so as a gp you know we we kind of faced coronavirus in a different way um so we had to change the way we worked overnight really you know adapt really really quickly no you know we couldn't just have people walking in because of the risk of to other patients of the virus to our staff so we separated our practices into into blue hubs and red hubs, uh, and in the red hubs is where we would see patients who potentially have the virus. So they would have a cough or a fever uh, or shortness of breath, anything that may you know may be COVID really, and and so we all took it in turns to go over there, and you know those those were started at the height of the pandemic when when clinicians were were dying from the virus and specifically uh, clinicians from BAME backgrounds were dying from the virus and so when when it came to my turn to go over there it was nerve-wracking it was scary because um, you know you don't want to get the virus you know I'm a South Asian man you know I'm a high risk I could bring it back and infect my family who are also high risk Mm. so so it was really scary and in one hand you're very nervous on the other hand you've got a job to do but at the same time the general media, the public were, were applauding NHS workers for being heroes and warriors and angels. So, so it was difficult to talk about feeling scared or nervous because you wanted to fit this bill of being a, a, a hero or, or a warrior. But I didn't really feel that way. I still went to work. I still did the job, but I certainly didn't feel like a hero. So it was, it was difficult to talk about. But I've, I've written about it in the book, which I think was probably easier than talking about it. Yeah, and I think I can reflect that as well um, because I I'm a GP registrar, as you know, but I I also do some shifts in the hospital. So I remember when we were kind of getting ready for that, and you know, doing our they were checking if our masks fit us properly, um, if they thought that any respiratory droplets could get through to us, and then all of a sudden you have this realization that oh, this is real, this is really happening. Um, and even now, after a few months, we're we're not out of that really. Um, so no. and I think. Yeah. 
definitely. I think it is important for people to know that it, it has really affected us and it has changed us. And I've been talking before you came on about people applying for medical school. So um, sometimes they talk about, they ask you about things that have been happening in the news. So I think I'd be surprised if next year's applications, that there, there won't be questions on, you know, that how things have changed through the COVID-19 pandemic, because, I, mm. you know, that it's been such a huge um, thing, a part of our lives. It, it, what advice, Amir, what other advice would you give um, to the youngsters that are listening now that are thinking about a career in medicine? Not to do with applications, because I've kind of been through that already, but just is there anything else that you would say um, to somebody who who looks to you and says you know i'm thinking about being a doctor um can you give me some advice amir yeah yeah i you know i i am actually on the admissions team for for leeds medical school so yeah. i i do interview candidates and, and that kind of thing yeah. and and what we certainly look for you know anyone can get experience at a gp surgery and at a hospital and that is important but what we want to know is how caring you are what kind of approach you're going to take to patients is it going to be holistic you know you're not just going to sit there and you know, just talk about their only their medical problem because patients have such so much more than just one problem. And so kind of getting real hands-on experience in care homes, in the care sector, and actually, you know, not just work experience, but actually working there uh, and, and doing hands-on stuff is, is far more important. I remember the best candidate I ever interviewed was a, a healthcare assistant from the, uh, well, I won't say which hospital just in case, but she was a healthcare assistant. She had years of actually proper work in in the hospitals talking to patients understanding patients and that was far far better than someone who'd spent two weeks uh, shadowing a gp or a or a hospital doctor because i'm not sure they get the same thing out of that i think you've, you've got to really talk to people and understand people if you want to be a doctor or a nurse or a healthcare professional uh you know it's not it's not just about the academic stuff it's so so much more than that and if you are really applying for medical school look at look at yourself as a whole you know yes you've got the academic abilities yeah you may you have the work experience but have you got leadership qualities have you got team working qualities are you caring do you really care about patients how can you evidence that mm. and and just watching me with patients isn't enough to evidence that i want to know what you've done for people that kind of thing is far more important absolutely agree with you Amir and I know that you're very busy and you know you said about 10 minutes to talk which is fine but one last thing do you want to say about your book um, before you go yes yep. <laughs> well I just you know I this, this book you know it, it was a really cathartic experience it's nice to get you know the overview of what it's like to be a GP and you know if you've ever wondered what really goes on in your GP's head in your GP's surgery with all the people who work there have a read of this book because honestly it's a it's a real honest uh, version of what remind everybody what practice. remind everybody what it's called and where they can get it. Yeah, from. it's called the doctor. It's called the doctor. We'll see you now. It's available in most bookshops and supermarkets and on Amazon. You are awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of Thank your busy day to go speak to. And I'll, I'm sure I'll speak to you later, Amir. And for yeah, me, Amir, um, can I just tell you from a personal perspective? So when I came um, to general practice, I had no idea what it was going to be like. And you know, because of doctors like you, um, it, it, you're the reason that I actually fell in love with general practice because I never thought I could oh. love GP as much as I love the hospital. And you know, now I know that it, it, it's it's just a, a fantastic profession. And you're one of the reasons for me that I fell in love with it, with this life shall we say um, and on that note um, we'll leave you there I will speak to you soon and thank, thank you, you so much have a lovely day Amelia. Yep. Bye -bye you now. too cheers bye. take care bye bye bye
that was my friend Dr. Amir Khan. Now every week we do Bhangra time, so um, I can't I can't leave it out this week. So get ready for a, a bit of Bhangra. <laughs> This is because um, initially it started off with my friend sending me pictures, uh, videos of their kids dancing. So <laughs> that's why we carried that on. And this is called Gangana by Dr. Zeus.
Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. If you're just tuning in now, my show since 10 o'clock has been about what it's like being a doctor and some kind of advice and tips about applying to medical school. And if you didn't hear it and you think um, somebody or somebody that you know or somebody that in your family... um, would benefit from that advice then you know you can listen to the shows online and um, on radio on the radio sangam website so that's www.radiosangam.co.uk um i also am on instagram and twitter um, and i do put some stuff on there on instagram it's dr doctor.henna h-e-n-n-a and on twitter it's henna h-e-n-n-a anwar a-n-w-a-r I spoke to Dr. Amir and, um, you know, I said something very similar as well, where when you're applying for medical school, if you're thinking about becoming a doctor, it's not enough just to go like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll get a couple of weeks experience in hospital or, you know, in a voluntary place. And then, you know, off you go, bang application. You have to put your heart and soul into it. Um, You have to really know why you want to do it. You have to... show that you're caring and not just show that you're caring but you want to be caring as well Now I do um, something like I'm a mentor for a widening access to medical uh, school scheme what that means is that we try to encourage people from less privileged backgrounds and people from state schools to into medicine as well. Now, as part of that, I sometimes give talks and a bit of advice um, about applications. The, the, there's not been as many courses on over this year because of COVID-19. So what I'm going to say is anybody that's listening, if you think that you would benefit from advice and you can't afford to pay for it professionally like this professional interview advice um you if you contact me i will give you the details of the next course that i'm going to do um on zoom and you i'll let you access that for free okay so i'll give you the login details if you want to apply for medical school and you can't afford to pay for courses on interview skills or um, you can't afford to pay for somebody to check your personal statement i will let you access my zoom um call that i do for my widening access to medicine student uh, students the the ones that i mentor um i will give you the those uh, details and you can access that for free and you don't have to pay for that service I'll just let you know when it is and you can log in and you I'll give you that advice okay
a couple of messages saying this show's gone really quickly. Yeah, it has gone really quickly because uh, I think the last couple of shows that I've done have been two hours. So this show feels like it has gone really quickly. So I'm going to go, have to go soon um, because we've got ads uh, before the news come on. Um, so I think uh, what I'll do is I'll just leave you with the things that I think are the most important. So the most important thing is that medicine is not to be taken lightly. Um, once you make that decision that you want to do medical school, you really, really should think about it, why you want to do it. Don't do it because other people are telling you to do it. So, don't just tell them, um, you know, you should become a doctor because it's not, it's not an easy decision and it's really hard work. If you know somebody who you're telling to do medicine and they don't want to do it, you know, just accept that decision um, because you can't just do it because it's on a whim. Um, Show your commitment when you do your applications, show your commitment, show that you're ready for it, show that you you can do it. Um, uh, my last bit of advice is don't lie. Don't lie on your application. Don't lie on your interview. If you've written that you've done something on your statement, you might get asked about that on your interviews. It's really, really obvious when people are lying and they haven't really done the experience that they've said that they've done. So I'm going to go now. Um, every week I leave you with my favourite Rumi quote. So uh, today's quote is this. Raise your words, not voice. It is rain that grows flowers, not thunder. Until next week, and I'm here every week, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., different topic. Next week, I'm going to be talking about cancer. So we have been doing a cancer series. Next week's show is about cancer, and it's going to be specifically about how to support people going through cancer and people with a cancer diagnosis. I'm going to be talking to somebody from Macmillan Cancer, and I'm also going to be hopefully talking to somebody that's been through cancer. So that's going to be an awesome show as well. Um, so next week, 10 a.m., um, that's the show. You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Contact me out of the show, Dr. Henna, Dr. Henna on Instagram and Henna Anwar on Twitter. Until next week, I wish you peace and good health.